Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number 179. Welcome back, Adamantiumaniacs. I am your host, Adam R. Harrison, and thank you so much for tuning in today. We're getting heavy this episode. Real heavy because we've got members of the band Hatebreed on today's podcast. We are joined by bassist Chris Beatty and lead guitarist Wayne Lozanak, who are two of the three remaining original members of Hatebreed, Chris being one of two members who has been in the band for its entirety of 29 years, which is crazy. It totally escaped me that Hatebreed has been around that long. But then I think back and I saw them once before at an Ozfest in New York, and that was back in July of 2006. So 17 years ago, and Hatebreed were about to put out their fourth album at that point already. And what a killer lineup that Ozfest was. It was like System of a Down, Avenged Sevenfold, Disturbed. Uh, Ozzy did play, but he played like in the middle of the afternoon because he had hay fever. And I think I remember Hatebreed being on just before either Disturbed or Avenged Sevenfold. But what a great memory, and it was cool to talk about that with Chris and Wayne, who have now released eight studio albums with Hatebreed, the last of which was called Weight of False Self, which was released in 2020. And what I really liked about these dudes was their humbleness about being a band for 29 years. They were just a group of guys who wanted to play heavy music, and they didn't expect to be doing it as long as they have been. And I thought that was really cool and just a real egoless way of being. And so the three of us met here in Toronto before the show at the Danforth Music Hall. And I have to give a special shout out here because we were a little stuck. There was uh, like three or four bands on the bill. They were all sound checking. And as you know, they're, they're very heavy bands. And so there wasn't really many great spots to do the interview. And the bar next door, which is called Sidebar, gracefully let us use their space. They, they weren't even open yet. And they let us do this interview inside the restaurant. Thank you to the guys at Sidebar. If you're going to a show at the Danforth Music Hall, stop in there and support them. That's a great bar, beautiful bar. I've been there before and the food's great as well. So pay them a visit. It's run by some very nice people. And if you are a fan of heavy music and you haven't been introduced to Hatebreed before, we're going to do the Adamantium Recommend segment. And that is when I pick out five of my favorite songs by the artist that you could check out before or after the interview. You can also find a couple of these selections amongst a selection from all our episodes on the Adamantium playlist, which is on Apple Music. So here are the five songs I recommend by Hatebreed. Starting with something new from the 2020 album, Way to Fall Self, I recommend the song Way to Fall Self. And then from their 2016 album, The Concrete Confessional, I recommend the song Looking Down the Barrel of Today. Then going back to their 2006 album, Supremacy, I recommend the song Defeatist. And then from their 2003 album, The Rise of Brutality, I recommend the song Live For This and the song This Is Now. And that's it. So if you're an Apple Music subscriber, check these out and many more on the Adamantium Recommends playlist. And you can find Hatebreed's latest album, Way to False Self, wherever you get your music. Another cool thing is Chris Beatty has his own coffee company, which is called CTHC Coffee. And if you wanted to try that out, you can purchase it actually at their shows, or you can purchase it on his website, which is thegodofbase.com. If you are a Hatebreed fan who is tuning into the podcast for the very first time today, first of all, we're very glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us. And if you enjoy today's interview, we would love to have you back again sometime. So please do hit that subscribe button on whichever podcast network you choose to get your podcasts. 
There are many other heavy bands who have been on this podcast. But again, people's tastes are more eclectic, I find, these days. So you will find many amazing artists in our catalog and also, of course, still to come. You can also follow the Adamantium podcast on social media. We're on Instagram at the Adamantium, on Facebook at the Adamantium podcast, and on Twitter or X at Adam R. Harrison. But you can find us just by searching the Adamantium podcast. And that is it for now. So let's introduce you to Chris and Wayne of Hatebreed right here on episode 179 of the Adamantium podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. Have a fantastic rest of your week. God bless. And we will be back here with another new episode next week. All right. Well, we're here with Chris and Wayne from Hatebreed. Thank you guys so much again for taking some time to sit with me today. Yeah, of course you. Ahead of the show here at the Danforth Music Hall. Um, So you guys are currently on 20 Years of Brutality Tour, going into 20 Years of Perseverance Tour right after. Um, From what I I read. No, that was before. Perseverance was first. Okay, so I just saw on your website. (laughs) No, no, 30 Years of the Band is next. Is next. 30 Years of Perseverance. Last year was... 20. So I saw something on, on the website that was like October, November, 20 years of perseverance, which I did think was weird because I even have that was the album year. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was an old poster I was looking yeah, at then. Yeah. Okay, okay. 2002 so, for Perseverance, 2003 for Rise of Town. So, which is really interesting because uh, the first and only time I've seen you guys was just after those albums. Um, in 2006, I saw you guys at Ozfest, and right, oh, yeah. to date, probably maybe one of the heaviest bands I've seen to date. Awesome! Um, it was a wicked show. It was the one I saw the one in New York City. It was on Randall Island. All right, yeah, yeah, I remember with that. System of a Down. I mean, what a lineup! Now that was right, System. Yeah, Disturbed. Ozzy was actually at that one. Um, and you guys, one thing I find really cool about you guys is. You've got that you're going on, like you mentioned, 30 years of the band. Um, and one thing that's been praised about you guys is how you've kind of stayed true to yourself and your sound. Um, tell me, tell me a little bit about that and like why that's been, you know, how you've been able to maintain that over such a long period of time. Well, no, just keep it in simple. Yeah. You know, like kind of, if it works, we, you know. There's nothing really to fix. Yeah, you don't want to disappoint the fans either. We don't, it's not exactly the same. We kind of changed it up a little bit. Like mm-hmm. me, I play guitar solos now. Like we didn't used to do that. And maybe a little more metal stuff incorporated, not as basic as it used to be. But okay. Still, a little bit more singing. Going, yeah, not too often. Well, I mean, even, even still, I imagine you were pretty young dudes when you started. Oh, yeah, I teenagers. mean, you probably, you probably learned a lot musically yeah. in that time too. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Like we didn't didn't expect it to like be 30 years down the road. You know what I mean? So yeah. we were just like doing it for fun and we just wanted to be heavy and like, they were like, Oh shit. Like, and we like the, you know, the motorhead ACDC, just keep it kind of simple. Right. Keep it the same. Don't go too weird. To them. So being a band for 30 years, tell me like, what do you think has been the key for you guys on keeping the machine running? You know, keeping, keeping the band motivated, keeping you guys creative. I don't know. Just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I left for a long time. I don't know if you like. I, I was in it when yeah. it started in the '90s, and then I left for years and years before it became this big thing. And then 
actually, I actually came back in 2006 on that tour. In okay. Uh, on Ozfest, I was like, Tar Tech. Mm-hmm. So I started working for the band. Gotcha. And then, and then you came then back. Sean quit. 09, right? Oh, nine. Yeah. Okay. But what keeps so, you motivated, Wayne? Keeps me motivated just because I just I just love playing music. Mm. So I love playing that like it's my job. Like no mm. better job for me can I'm I mean, playing. Yeah. He's I mean, as far as that goes, yeah, everyone loves playing. You know what I mean? Like like that's definitely everybody puts their all into it every night. And that's been like that since day one you yeah. know like we you always play like there's someone out there no matter how many people in the crowd it's the first time seeing you right you know what i mean like you always give that effort um yeah like, like i don't know like touring touring is like slowed down like a little bit but we're doing like more select things you know what i mean like, yeah. like, like so so that works out for us. We can't tour yeah, 300 tour days a year like we used to. Right. Yeah. That's just fucking... That's a young man's game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's... I don't know what benefit you get from it. You know what I mean? You yeah, just spread right. yourself so thin. So, and, yeah. And then everything else at home and whatnot like kind of like yeah, falls apart. And yeah. all that. It's hard to keep a family going. Of course, you know? yeah. But having a, like, a good balance of that it's kind of works. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and that's been good. And creativity-wise, you know, like... We haven't put nothing out since uh, Way of the Fall itself. Um, that kind of, that album was supposed to come out like when the pandemic started, you know? So yeah. it was kind of like, like a letdown a little bit. Because we recorded it, it was finished before the pandemic, like right before. Right. And we were supposed to go on a tour Parkway Drive. Like April tour. 1st, yeah, I believe, then, 2020. Yeah, so literally yeah, right as it out. hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like since then, you know, we, we came out like eventually and... So what was your guys, what did you guys do for as far as, you know, the best way to promote an album is to tour it. So what, yeah, what, we, well, we just on social media, that's so all yeah, you can that's do. Yeah, all you can do. Yeah. So, I mean, it came out and, but then we ended up doing these anniversary tours. So that yeah. album kind of just, I don't know, maybe we'll do a tour well, on a it. Delayed we tour, do have, yeah. like we added Stroker Red. And that's been like kind of a staple, like yeah. like this summer we played that. Like yeah, we had video. Like, we put out some videos like on YouTube, but mm-hmm. it's not. But yeah, we played I mean, some songs. At least I mean the good, not the good thing, but like the common thing is you know every band is in the same position, yeah. you know, something like oh. Like yeah, actually, got, right uh, before COVID, we put out a single, and it's not yeah. even on the album. It's called "When the Blade Drops." Yeah, yeah. And I love the song, but it's kind of like it literally a month before COVID, and then it just kind of got lost like, in the shuffle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not on an album. It's just. Just so unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. I imagine, like, so, so, what about for you guys? Was it motivation for you when COVID hit to like get? Was it was that motivation to get back out there? Oh no, I yeah, we no fucking idea what was going on. Yeah, it was like we didn't go back for another year or something. Yeah, home. So we literally had no idea. Like we kept rescheduling. Uh, yeah. Parkway Drive yeah, tour, then it got canceled, got canceled again. again yeah. yeah, and it canceled. And we were like, we got it, lucky actually for the Megadeth tour. That was our first mm-hmm. tour back because then Flames dropped off. Right. So they couldn't get over here. Somebody did the visa. So right. we were like, yeah. within weeks, they asked us to do or something. And like you guys that. are able so to. Like, thank, thankfully, if that, when that was like, that saved tour? me. That was 20, summer of 2021. Saved you? Well, yeah. my mentally. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> not, well, not physically, oh, yeah. but. Yeah, I'm mentally that was mind, a fucking you know? disaster. It was like taking the wind out of your sails. Like, of course, you get all sights in. Like, we just did this new album. We want everybody to hear it. Yeah, and then I like, mean, and financially, if you really want to get into oh, it, oh yeah, course. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because yeah, no one's looking it. out for musicians. No. no one, no one gives a flying fuck. You know what I mean? Like, and it's it's crazy. You see all these fucking benefits and whatever. It's like yeah. no one. 
like this is our like make good money like doing this you know better than record sales right yeah, because like, yeah. we get we get fucked on record sales or yeah. streaming like every artist is getting fucked that's why bands have to tour so much you make money off of touring and selling t-shirts merch, merch at yeah. the whatever yeah, merch everything at the, at the show so but just being home like like with normal people for that long time, I'd yeah, like, how yeah. do these fucking people do this? Yeah. This is insane. <laughs> you're home in the same spot it's all, all every, time. Your norm is right, yeah. and your norm is to be out. Exactly. But, yeah, yeah. But it, it's interesting because, like, I've heard two takes on on that period of time. Some people said, you know, it, it crushed them, and they were like, you know, I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm used to being on tour now. Yeah. I'm stuck at home. And other people said, oh, you know, I I used it to. I felt it motivating. Now I had time to write that I didn't yeah. have before. Something you know, so. Yeah, it was kind of hard because we had actually you just wrote. released. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so we, yeah, it was never. So we had it. Like we had. There's no reason to mm-hmm. write anything. We didn't even. We I was just like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? We just put our fucking everything into this, and now we can't tour on this. And yeah. like, you know, that's like kind of like our bread and butter. Like, you know, like we tour, and you know what I mean. Like we like to play our shit live. It's just yeah. who we are as a band. You know what I mean? It's always been like that for us. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was kind of deflating for a while, and. Had we not done that, yeah, maybe we would have recorded more during the mm-hmm. pandemic. But no, everything was just so crazy for yeah. such a long time. And uh, I'm glad that's over with, you know? Yeah. So for you, Wayne, because you touched on it, you, like you were in the band for the first couple of years of its existence. Right. And then came back right. like a decade later. Now yeah. I've been in the band 15 years. What, uh, you know, what, what changed for you? How is, how has your relationship with the band changed over the last 15 years? Well, I lost all my seniority, but you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's cause I've been, you but know, you, you and you guys and Jamie are the, are the three that originals. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, but we've been friends like, you know, close with friends 30s, stayed the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So that's why when he actually needed a tech in 06 and yeah. I was like, I was driving a, like a lunch truck, coffee truck, going yeah. on the job sites and construction yeah, workers. Yeah. And he was like in Australia, he's like, I need a new tech. And I'm like, you know what, I'll do it. Sounds a lot I'll, better. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, change your strings and plug in your amps and tour the world and get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. And then then I was the tech, you know, I was already on the bus. So once Sean left and they asked me to come back, it was like almost like seamless. It didn't even stop. Yeah. Because I knew most of the songs anyway, so mm-hmm. it just kept going. He knew the songs better than us. <laughs> <laughs> so you were you were playing in that period still. Yeah, different yeah. bands. Nothing. It was yeah, only yeah. local. I didn't tour. It wasn't like you hadn't picked up a guitar in 10 oh, years. No, I, I was in a bunch of bands, but okay. just local weekend, you know, weekend warrior, mm-hmm. Northeast. That's it. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, and, and again, kind of touch on this, one thing that, I find with legacy bands becomes like a challenge is that, you know, what brought you say fans in the in 20 years ago, you know, what you were writing about then is not necessarily what you feel or relevant to you now. So some bands, I, they have a, almost a challenge of, you know, how do we write music that used to appeal to our fans that will appeal now? And I'll give you an example. The example I always use is I, I saw an interview with Slipknot once and, yep. you know, a fan was complaining that their music wasn't as angry as it used to be. And their response was, well, we're not as angry as yeah. we used to be. So, <laughs> well, I mean, we're just... Do, mean, you guys, do you guys ever find your the lyrics, facing I don't, challenge? That's Jamie's, the lyrics. Okay. We, just, we play heavy riffs. We've always done that. So yeah. whether people think it's heavy, we, we think it is. So we, that's basically our thing. Like, I mean, so he wants to write lyrics about Some of the songs on the last album were some of the heaviest, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And more melodic. Like the like there's probably the longest one of the longest solo guitar solos I had on any song. 
Like normally mm. just a little piece I do. On which song was that uh, one? Cling to Life. Yeah. That's a, I think that's a great song. It's different, but it's cool. Yeah. It's different. If we ever play like an arena and open up for a metal band, I think it would fit in. Yeah. Because like I remember doing a part of it. He's like, no, do it another. Keep going. I'm like, yeah. longer? Cool. <laughs> so, you know, so we want to try and use our musical abilities a yeah. little more. Well, that's but still funny. keep it heavy. Yeah. Um, take me back to, you know, I read that in the mid nineties, you guys started by selling a three song demo, um, to locals in yep. Connecticut. Tell me, tell me a little bit about those days and, and what you remember from, from that. And we were just, we were just playing to have fun. We were yeah. just so psyched to fucking be playing a hardcore show and yeah. just, you know what I mean? It was, it was no. Yeah. Back then I didn't expect it to be a career. That's why I wasn't right. gonna, like I was in college and worked a job. I wasn't going to quit. To, to just play, it was fun. Yeah. So you, you record a song in, at the studio or whatever, and just, probably most of them were trying to just give it away. I don't even know how much it was sold. But yeah. Yeah, just got the name out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so where, where would you guys go to to, to, to give out or sell the, the demo? At the shows. At yeah, different yeah. shows around town. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? we played a lot, played decent back then. Because we, yeah, we had New York, we had, we're close, in Connecticut, we're close yeah, to right, New York, right. Boston, um, yeah. Long Island, uh, you know, like, oh, so we big, played, we played the shit markets. out of that area. Yeah. We played every weekend. Okay. So. A lot of big markets there. Yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, the last the last project we've kind of touched on a little bit, but the way uh, the way to false self that came mm-hmm. out in twenty twenty. Um, so that album itself is is kind of about like the oversaturation of today's society and, and the emotional burden we all we all carry. Um, and I know you're saying Jamie's most lyricist, but yeah, how, for you guys, what was the what was the preparation like for that album, and, and how does it how's it direct you think for your next project? Didn't we? Come off tour with Dropkicks after, and then we went right yeah, in the studio. We, yeah, we just went into the studio. Dropkick Murphy's? Yeah, Dropkick yeah. Murphy's. Like That's Drop an Kicks. interesting mix. Yeah. yeah. I've known them for a long time ago. I was yeah. like a punk band for a little while back in the 90s. So we yeah. played with them. Okay. And they're Ooh. in Boston. They're close. Yeah, and of course. And they toured tour with the Motorhead. That's one of the best mosh pits I've ever been in was yeah. Dropkick Murphy's. Yeah. Oh, no way. known them yeah. for a while, so we're like, yeah, let's try it out. And it was in Clutch, too. It was okay. kind of an odd mix, but it was fun. And then we just went into the studio and just started putting the riffs together mm-hmm. i remember actually getting home from that and like didn't have like any idea so i just started like writing shit and sent it to jamie like basically after that tour ended because i had like a whole thing that like i kept some shit on my phone yeah and it got all erased and i was like fucking pissed uh, so i took <laughs> a, i had my jackson at home i remember just sitting you know just, just jamming out and fucking just every yeah. day like Kind of just hammering, hammering away, and just look looking for riffs. You know what I mean? Searching, yeah. playing something sounds cool, and it all worked yeah, out. The songs basically are written in the studio, like right. Much. And we don't like it's not like the old days where we jam a song all together in the basement. It's just like here's a riff, because James got to be able to sing over it, so he's got to yeah. listen to it, whatever. So then he takes them, and then so do you guys usually do? Do the melodies usually come first, and then Jamie writes the lyrics to it, or yeah. That's generally not. Yeah, yeah, he might have lyrics right. written and might say, oh, I could use it to this. To this, right. But there's no, yeah, there's the, the lyrics. We don't even know what the lyrics yeah. are going to be until we, he records them. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay. No idea how it's going to go. Right. Tell me, tell me a little bit how Slaughterlust came together. Because that's like one of the heaviest songs I think I've heard from you guys in like a while. Do you remember where it was? It the riff came first, or so, yeah? So like I said, usually yeah. like, we don't know anything yeah. about the lyrics. Nothing. Yeah, you know? yeah. He doesn't give us the lyrics and be like and write something. Definitely, like, something definitely the, the music. Like yeah, it's kind of like all first. 
Yeah, you get the ideas flowing here and there, and then I mean, you wrote some stuff. Yeah, right? it, like so. Yeah, we have no idea what he's just like. Here, I like this. You like it? And you're like, I could use that. Yeah, and he does whatever. He does his thing. We'll be no, sitting like, in a room like this big, yeah. like just like yeah. hashing over shit. Just you know, you'll do like the the skeletal you know version of it just to get the idea down and kind of you know once once you're in the room with everybody. Things like kind of start flowing. Oh, that would sound cool. Even like a mistake yeah. or some shit. Like, oh, right. that, that sounded great. Like, you know, yeah. we just have instrumentals yeah. for the whole album. And then and we're just like, hey, we're done. And then he sings. Like, we don't know anything how it's going to sound. Yeah. We used to do that. We like not with the vocals so much, but like we would we would get in the studio and like start jamming and like rehearsing songs. You know, like it, mm-hmm. that was like, I think it was like Rise of Brutality. We were recording yeah, now technology is so easy. You just yeah. put it in. Or do whatever you want with it mm-hmm. with the Pro Tools and all right. that. Right, so that's it. You can but try it, different drum beats. Yeah. It was, it was cool how it came together, though. It was, it was like, at least like for me, it was the plan. I lost all my shit, and I was like, I was like so bummed. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to me. And then, so your stuff was in was in your phone, you said? Yeah. yeah. Someone, we'll someone stole your phone, or you lost it somewhere? No, I just it erased it. Oh, you okay. Uh, like, yeah. it got... I'm not sure if I broke my phone or whatever. I think I broke it and I couldn't. I was like, oh, God. But it was kind of cool in a way because then it kind of forced me to write just, yeah, fresh. And work, yeah. And I kind of, when I'm, at least when I'm writing, I kind of don't really, I'll go through like a few months where I just don't listen to anybody else's shit because I don't want anything else coming through my head. You know what I mean? I'm sure the influences are always subconsciously there, you know, but I kind of like to do that just to be like a clean slate. Yeah. That's how it works for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, Chris, for you specifically, I, I read that about 10 years ago, you had this crazy accident where you fell off a ladder with oh, a chainsaw yeah. or something. Yeah, that was insane. Tell me yeah, tell me about that day and, and that moment, what happened? I was just cutting like a, a tree branch in front of my house and like the thing, I had the ladder and uh, I was expecting it to drop, didn't drop, swung, knocked the ladder out. And I was at, like at the top of the fucking ladder with the chainsaw, and just like just took the ladder out and went right to the pavement. And where where did the chainsaw went? Was the chainsaw so I threw, running? I threw that. Yeah, yeah. You threw, threw it. I yeah. Threw it. Yeah. Luckily. Yeah. <laughs> so and and I think you had some injuries from that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it shattered shattered my this wrist, broke my elbow. Jeez. So we had yeah. we actually were just about to go on tour, but we went on tour with Shadows Fall, so we had Matt. Sean, the guitar player, Charles Fall, filling on bass. Filling, oh, you yeah, for on the on bass because he couldn't do it. Wrist and arm. I was going to say, how did your injuries affect yeah, you know yeah. your playing? He wasn't there. Yeah. So how long? <laughs> I'm were you? back fine. Actually, when uh, when these guys are on that tour, or whatever, like as soon as I could possibly do it, I started uh, you know rehearsing. And it was like it was like slow at first. You know, it was like just yeah. like like, but the doctor was like, I don't know what you did. But whatever you were doing, keep doing it because it was like just practicing, like little by little. It healed, it healed quicker, way right? quicker. He was like, I've never yeah. seen it been like this. He's like, whatever you're doing, just keep doing that. Yeah. Call that testosterone. We find exactly. out he has very high testosterone. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. Look at the doctor. So. <laughs> no, which I also touch on is I broke this wrist too, and he helped me. He was a big part of me breaking this we don't wrist. Have to go into that. Well, uh, I guess uh, now that you brought well, it. Yeah, a, now that's now a, that's a, that's a good Okay, let's let's hear it. Because there's always yeah. there's always a uh, this was 2006. discrepancy. 2006. So you're a guitar tech at this guitar point. Guitar tech, yep. bass tech yep. in okay. Europe. First, my first <laughs> time in Europe and Germany. We went to the bar. We got wasted. First time I had absinthe. Okay. So just yeah, there was a lot of absinthe going on. Okay. On that line. We took a cab. We were going to get kebabs. 
apparently I felt sick. I got out of the cab. I laid down on the sidewalk because that's what I had to do to my, keep my stomach from Okay, hurting. yeah. Someone came over out of the kebab place. I don't remember if he was trying to help me or whatever. So we got into a fight. Extended his hand to him. I me me and Frank were in the cab. Like, you know, like me <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. are. Looked over like, what is he doing right now? So then <laughs> him and Frank came to my aid and like, I don't know, 10 people came out of the store. We got into a huge brawl in the street. In the streets of Germany. Yeah, yeah he, streets of Berlin. Yeah, yeah. it was like people and were coming out everywhere. lost his balance and fell or something with the guy. And yeah, right on the curb. There. So then the next day I wake up and he's in a cast. And I'm like, oh, uh, no. So did that affect you that tour yeah, too? So I, oh, yeah, I broken, played yeah. bass for that so, one show. I got sent home. Uh, and then he went home and they... They had another Carl who's, who plays in First Blood. He yeah. just happened to be there. He happened to fill. He filled in for the rest of the tour. So wow. I'm still getting blamed for that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you, we're gonna you, keep like, I Wait, you got it. sent I, home as like a, a timeout? Oh, or? Yeah. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought I was done, actually. I yeah. Apologize. Oh, oh man. You, know, you weren't even enough. in the band at no, that But then he got in the band. Maybe that was like a rite of passage. Yeah, but that's enough. Chris, it sounds like you missed half the tours. At least the second one wasn't my fault. That's what I was like. I had nothing to do with the chainsaw. Don't blame me. I was happy about that. I heard that you guys are also horror movie fans. Yeah. 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 What's uh tell me tell me something you've liked recently? I like that new Evil Dead movie. Okay. Did you like that? You see it? I haven't seen it. No, I'm not. You know what? I'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to movies. Yeah. My wife loves them. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like Evil like, New Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, did it have Audrey. what's his name in it again? It had Jessica Biel in it. Okay. I Wait, when did that come out? It's like last year. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't watch that, that many movies anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like like old shit. I like you know. Just old like classic horror yeah, Halloween, Halloween and like whatnot. Right, right. And like the new ones, I don't even, I can't remember the titles. I like whatever's like on streaming, I'll just put it on and not even know what the title is, but yeah. We'll just sit there and watch them. Yeah. I've been yeah. watching documentaries lately. Okay. I'm about to dive into uh Chimp Empire. On yeah, Netflix. I've heard about that one, yeah. Yeah. About yeah. to dive into that soon. Okay. I downloaded it on my I phone just, actually. Yeah. I heard about that one recently. Yeah, it's supposed so, to be I've heard cool. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the reason I had thought of that too is because it came to mind because Rob Zombie's in town tomorrow. Oh, okay. And so, oh, that's cool. Yeah, are you are you guys fans of his movies or? Yeah, I have are extra bloody. As yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the props are doing it. Like I, I, I like the originals like way better. Okay. You know, I'm like that, but uh, purist. Yeah. Of that, but I mean, yeah, he does. Some so you like cool the classics? Shit. Yeah, like the classics mostly. Yeah. I don't like all this CGI bullshit that they do now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They'll take it's like a good it's, movie it's and cool. Yeah. It's like the scare. The it's, practical it's cool. Are like, yeah, it looks insane, but it's it doesn't scare you like some Exorcist shit. Or yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like terrify you. Yeah. Although that new Exorcist, I saw a trailer for that new Exorcist movie that's coming in. Uh, which one's that? Is it, uh, it's like, I think it's literally the Exorcist, some, I don't know, some, huh. it's called the Exorcist something, like, but it's a new Exorcist movie. All right. Yeah. Um, you guys are also baseball fans. I, yeah. I don't watch as much. He's more the sports guy. I, I, I watch. I read that you guys like used to like to games. catch games when you were on tour. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah. It's too bad that the Jays are out of town today. But That's you, me. Me and Frank were always doing that. Oh okay. I'll go work sometimes. Okay. 
You got to drag him to the game. It's got to be the, <laughs> okay. the perfect time of day, the perfect setting. And I don't like the heat either. So what? I'm yeah, today, like today is like this. So this is like the the most summer week we've had all year. Wow, which is of crazy. Course, after, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucking hot. It's I'm hot like, today. I went yeah. for a run this morning. It was yeah. like it was pretty brutal out there. Yeah, I'm waiting till the sun goes down to go for my run tonight. But I'm I'm all about baseball though. Like I, I'm, my son plays it now. He's like all stars. He's a ball player. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like his team just won the districts and all that stuff oh, wow. back home. I mean, they're done now, but you and you guys are still in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. I so. actually moved on for two years. I'm in California now. Okay, I'm up in the Bay Area. Nice, nice. So you are you? Uh, I'm I'm a I'm still a Giants Yankees fan. I was gonna say New York Giants football fan. Yeah, I'm kind of so Yankees. Yankees and Mets would be the closest to home. Yeah, it's Yankees yeah. Mets or I'm Red Yan- Sox. I'm a Yankee fan. We're in between. Yeah. Connecticut's split. Okay. Between usually of Yankees course. and Red Sox. Yeah. Yankees are kind of shot this year. But um, last year it was cool because Judge had his, like, home run thing going. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I actually went with my son to one of those games. It was, like, kind of crazy because you're, like, you're in the stands, and as soon as Judge came to bat, like, the place yeah, yeah. was just fucking quiet. You could hear a pin Yankees. drop in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. I was like, wow. it's like to concentrate. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, was kind of weird. Like, he didn't end up hitting a home run over there. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was a pretty cool moment. But uh, like show show you Otani, yeah, yeah, get to see him. It's too bad. And my my buddy's a huge baseball fan, and he paid, like you know, coughed up the StubHub price to go see him when he was in town. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Yeah, but I think still. he did, he just hurt himself. I think yeah, he just screwed up his Cy Young chance for this year. But. He's on he's on the Angels, so yeah. I mean that that yeah. that was coming. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have you guys? I mean, for big for here us in Toronto. What's his name? Vladdy won the home run derby this year. Yeah, Vladdy is good, man. Yeah, Bichette's pretty good. Have you guys? Yeah, Bichette's. He was injured too. Have you guys um, got a chance to ever go to the Sky Dome? Oh, yeah, I've been there a bunch. Yeah, I saw Barry Bonds play there. Oh, really? Yeah. Back in the day, we would have had what was that? Carlos Delgado days. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. I saw Batista. Batista Where happened to that yeah. guy, man? He kind of. He would just retired. So he, they just last month they had his. They like initiated his number and they retired his number. Oh, cool! In All the right. stadium, yeah. So he, they, he, I think he went to the, don't quote me, the Phillies uh, after I think. All right. And then he disappeared. He was he like, did. he well, he didn't have once he left the Jays. He, he kind of that was it. And I think he had a few more years and then he retired. So yeah, they he retired like, off here. the face of the earth. It was like yeah. that dude was just smoking home runs. Yeah, and, the bat flip, the legendary yeah, bat yeah. flip. Yeah. And then disappeared. No, it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they just retired him recently. But uh, okay, so last last question for you guys, as you know, as a band that's you know pretty much done it all in your genre and in your industry, you know what's what goals are? What do you guys still want to accomplish uh, in your career? Metallica. I was just gonna say that playing with Metallica. Touring, touring Metallica. Yeah, you guys never played on the same bill. Yeah, played. Yeah, festival. Okay, a full tour would be. Yeah, yeah. Because they just they just missed they were just in Quebec like a couple weeks yeah. ago. Um, Metallica's the goal, eh? Yeah, that's a pretty good goal. Okay. Yeah. So we, we played, played a bunch the, of Pantera shows when they just now they just got back in Europe. Okay, those were cool. They just now, they Pan, played the Pantera new Pantera Celebration yeah. tour would be cool too. Yeah, they just played here on my birthday actually nice. a couple weeks ago. But yeah, but yeah, happy birthday! That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> we did Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax. Yeah. Just Metallica. Oh, Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. So you just need Metallica. Have you done Iron Maiden? That would be cool too. That would yeah. Be cool too. I don't think they usually don't have. Festivals, but not. 
Yeah. But Maiden, yeah. yeah, Maiden's always the, we actually went on after Maiden one night. At oh, the really? Festival, right? Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was like a they call it deadlining, like because they literally oh, put right. the curtain down in back of us, so they were packing up the stage, and we were like yeah. at this much. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Stage. So it's like after the headliner like or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> it was still it was a good so show. Cool. It was great. People were there, stayed, and they were. I always thought that was cool about places like festivals like Bonnaroo and stuff that are like because they're in the middle of the desert or middle of nowhere. They're they well, go Europe on until like great. three in the morning. Europe is like, there's so many different types of bands. Yeah, so that's many. it. You like even after the headliners, there's yeah. still music all yeah. night. Which yeah, is sick. You know, like that's a different world. Yeah, yeah. I know it's tough for like places. I, know, I went to Lollapalooza one year, mm-hmm. and it's like hard eleven o'clock deadline. You know, like, yeah, because yeah. it's in the middle yeah, of the some city, of them right? Are, yeah, hard curfew. Yeah, hard curfew. DB limits. Everybody loves those DB well, limits. It sucked too because like. There, when I went, there was on Saturday, there was like a huge storm in the middle of the day. So, mm-hmm. so instead of pushing things out, they had to like cancel bands in the middle because they have that hard curfew. Yeah, yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, but all right, well, Metallica, I, I you know, I'm, I'll wish yeah. it upon you put guys. The, yeah. so, put it out, put it out there. To, yeah, it's out there. It's out <laughs> Who else there. are we trying to get out? Lars, if you're listening, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. That'd definitely be awesome. I, we just want to keep playing and doing our thing, man. Like, you yeah. Know? 30 years is hard to even believe like next year. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even realize. I mean, I, yeah. No, my, I didn't realize you guys were that old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's weird, like, right? But I, what I thought about it, like when I went to Ozfest, that was 06. Yep. And mm-hmm. that was, I was the, the, the summer between high school and university. All right. And so I was like 17. So that's when like I, that. 2006 yeah. was when I first started touring. Yeah. So I'm the, they've all been touring. It's crazy. That them. was like 15 I'm like years a new ago. Guy touring. Yeah. Yeah. More. <laughs> that was like 17, 18 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yep. That's wild. Yeah. It makes me feel old too. <laughs> yep. Cool guys. Well, this was really cool. Thank you for uh, taking some time to do this. And, yeah, man. Thank uh, you. All, all the right. best tonight. Thanks. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Look forward. Thank you for tuning in to the Adamantium Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd absolutely love for you to subscribe to us on whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love to see you on social media. You can follow on Instagram at The Adamantium, on Facebook at The Adamantium Podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. Thank you again so much for listening.